Welcome to the Shoulder Strikes MMA Podcast. You are now listening to the Hot Take Hot Box. Welcome to the Shoulder Strikes MMA Podcast. You are now listening to the Hot Take Hot Box. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Shoulder Strikes MMA Podcast. Back joining you on an Olivier Aubin Mercier fight weekend here on, what is it, June 19th? 17th? What the fuck is today? 17th? Yeah. 17th. 17th. Close enough, right? Uh, fights, we'll, we'll, we have PFL tonight. We will have uh, what UFC this weekend. We got, obviously, KSW, which I know everyone came here to hear about. Yep. And, and we'll break down UFC 275. We have a lot to talk about. I am here and joined by Ty Capone. Ty, how are you feeling? Uh, what did you know? Big fight weekend last weekend. How are you feeling this weekend? Um, yeah, last weekend's card was awesome. Um, and this one, this looks like a really. I mean, you know, when they go to other, you know, when they leave the Apex for fight nights, they kind of have to beef the cards up so people, you know, so you, you have people that actually want to come out and come out and see see what we got and. Uh, <clears throat> having cowboy on it kind of bolsters it all bolsters it up uh in the name name value way but it's deep man i mean leading off with Dawkins and roman dolize it's fucking that's that's tough fight is, this this shit is stacked from beginning to end even including the absolute banger that is tony kelly and adrian and as uh tony kelly oh. being ty capone's favorite fighter uh, <laughs> uh, just kidding. Of course, here, just kidding. Of course, I don't. I don't want to get him in trouble. But Tony Kelly's a scumbag. Let's keep it moving, though. Let's uh, let's get right into UFC 275. I mean, what what a uh, what a. I mean, if I told you that that's how this uh, main event was going to go, that you would not have believed me. And they could have fought a thousand times. It would not have ended the way that it ended. But from beginning to end, I, I got to say that's one of the most entertaining title fights 205 fights like that's up there uh on the list of just one of the most incredible fights i've ever watched uh, i don't even know where to begin i'll let i'll let you uh take kick it off uh w- like w- what do you even say about something that as as incredible as that yeah that was awesome man part of me wants to see them like run it back but um i you know i don't know what i don't know if glover can do that again i know he uh he always overcomes the odds when it comes to the age and and whatnot, but you know, losing that way, I mean, that was a, that's a brutal loss. Like that, that's you know, that was a win. He he didn't, you know, coincidentally, he didn't have it in the bag like a lot of people thought, because um, there was weird judging all night. And we're, oh, we're gonna yeah. Get oh yeah. We're gonna get into it. I have I have I have a name written down, and he's gonna get every single last word that I have. But um, so it was like what was it? 38, 38, 39, 36, and then thirty-eight, thirty-six, or thirty-nine, thirty-seven. So basically, if Yuri would have won the fifth and not got not gotten a finish, it would have been a draw. I think it would it would have been yeah, it would have been a draw. And the, yeah, so you know that would have been just absolutely fucking awful, like terrible. Imagine that ending in a draw. Seriously, um, rear naked choke, no hooks, just a absolutely cooked Glover. I mean, they were both dead tired and. Yuri had that bitch in, man. That was, you know, he had it in tight. And the the camera angle we had, I maybe even the camera, I guess the the view that the uh, commentators had. Oh yeah, they couldn't, re- they couldn't, they couldn't tell. And I mean, I couldn't really either. I just saw Yuri get off him, and I'm like, I guess, I guess he tapped, or I guess he went to sleep. Um, very unfortunate, very unfortunate. I felt bad. Glover fought really well, but he also made mistakes. Like, 
you know, in the fifth round, he shot for a D team when he had Yuri hurt, man. He was hitting yeah. Yuri with so many shots, like on, on the feet. Like that, that's honestly, he, if he needed or wanted to finish, that's, that was his best chance. Like he was landing shots on Yuri the whole night, but Yuri gets hit a lot. Uh, but in the fifth round, man, it was looking like, you know, uh, another left might actually sent him down. And if he would have went down, that fight's over. Like, you know, whether he doesn't fin- finish him or not, that fifth round is his. Uh, and he, he blew it. And he really only has himself to blame for that. I got to say, kind of, uh, it was one of the most typical, like, MMA fights where you expect, like, you, you like, all right, well, if he, if uh, Glover gets his hands on him, he gets to take him down, he gets, he mounts him, like, this shit's going to be over. He'll give his neck up and it'll be, it'll be a wrap. But Yuri got mounted about four or five times throughout this fight and he fought his way out of it. I mean, he was in arm triangles. He was in these precarious. That arm triangle was nuts. Unbelievable. The way he, like, muscled out of it and, like, like flipped out. He just like kept circling out until he got out of it. And uh, I mean, his technique isn't awful. Like it's not as bad no, as he's I thought, much but... better on the ground than we kind of gave him credit for, especially yeah, on Friday when we talked about that, it. That freak athleticism allows him to do that kind of stuff. And you know, he he withstood the the damage. Like he was getting, he was he got taken out I think five times, but he stuffed twelve of them. Like that's you know that's really really good defense by him. And I mean, all the scrambles. I mean, how many reversals were there? It was like unbelievable. I think they, they each had three, which is crazy. Like crazy, going from a back mount to a full like he's on your back and now you're on a full mount like, and then there's this and that. It was insane. Like that was, that's something you see out of bantamweights, not not light heavyweights, you know. Yeah, and shit, something just flew by my face. Uh, <laughs> no, that was crazy. I just tried, I just got dive bombed in the middle of this podcast, but. I, it was I, the thing I had I had cooked up in my brain ready to go was that I couldn't believe the shots that Glover Glover was able to withstand and stay upright and couldn't believe he was able to hurt Yuri on the feet and I just like I said like I I just could not believe that Yuri was getting himself out of these positions like there was just like both of these guys for twenty four and a half minutes said I'm not quitting like I'm not going to be the one that like like gives up or, or like not even gives up but like they just never let the other person get the you know, get the upper hand completely. Like people had their their, you know, their advantages and their momentum would swing one way to the other. But I mean, Yuri was hurt, like you said, hurt bad on the feet, man. Like he he was. If Glover doesn't shoot for that guillotine and keeps it upright, like that fight might be over. He might just finish him because yeah. Yuri wasn't like uh, fighting like smartly, like where you're hurt and like let's shoot. Like he was just standing there throwing bombs and. He could have called him and got him out of there, but it's easy for me to say. And you know, old habits die hard because Glover's a jiu-jitsu guy, man. He he wants to get you on the ground. He wants to submit you. He wants to like wrestle you. Wants to ground and pound. He's just an old school type of fighter. And it, I mean, it kind of came back to bite him. But also, I mean, just Yuri was just too much for him. He was too big. He was just was. I, I mean, he was too like like. I just could not believe his technique on the ground and how like as wild as his technique is on the feet. Like his he kind of like translates to the ground. You know what I mean? Like he just yeah. on the ground. He was just wild. You did not. You didn't know what was gonna happen. Sweeping him like just he even he was going for takedowns. Like it, it was just Yuri's a complete complete MMA fighter. And you I mean you get you get to find out about these guys when they when they get in the cage with each other it's like the ultimate litmus test man like they they one of those fights we kind of talk about on here all the time like where you leave and you're like neither one's like stock like went down like yeah glover lost but he also like had this guy on the ropes like three different times and just couldn't get him out of there because the guy's a psychopath uh and clover 
I mean, I just don't think he expe- – the thing is, like, I, I don't know if – I mean, I'm sure he was tired. I think they both were, but I don't think he expected that choke to be that tight that quick. Like, he kind of yeah. – it just kind of snuck up on him. And you could see, like, he wanted to get out of – like, he wanted to get out of it and he wanted to do – but he just, like – it just sunk in, and he just like that. That's if you've ever been like you know. Now I've done jujitsu for a little bit. If someone puts a clean choke on you like that, it does not take long to tap. Like it, it is pretty immediate. Within five seconds, the lights are starting to dim, and you're like, yeah. oh shit, this is I'm about to go out cold. So yeah. I imagine that that's what happened with Glover, and it was just that quick, that like just snap of a moment, one mistake, party over. Thanks for coming. Uh, Yuri Prashka, the new UFC light heavyweight champion at 205, and 13 wh- wins in a row. What do you What do you do next? That, that, that's the uh, segue that I have for you. What would you do next for a Yuri Prashka? And just, I mean, what do you run it? I would love to see them run it back, but I don't. Think, I would too. I don't think they're going to um, do that so, for some reason. I'm not I, sure why, I, but a lot of people are down on on this. But I, I would love it because it's just pure European. I think violence. Yuri against Jan. I would love that. Che- Czech against Poland. I think that'd be, uh, you know, they had a little, uh, a little weird stare. Like Jan was staring, you know, through his soul, and Yuri was just like, "Yep, I got you." And Yuri's just so calm, man, so calm. And you know, in, in the lead up to this fight, he he was basically saying how it's just another fight, except this time he's leaving with the title, and he's just gonna do what he's he's just gonna take care of business, and that's exactly what he did. Thirteen wins in a row, twelve finishes in a row. He hasn't lost since 2015 when he got knocked out by King Mo. In Ryzen, when King Mo was on all the supplements, yeah, um, that, was a, that was a while ago. Yeah, uh, so yeah, I think Jan's next. I think he beats Jan easily. I mean, Glover was piece and Jan up. He's like, you know, not saying that Jan couldn't hurt Yuri because he has fucking you know one shot power, but legendary um, Polish power for the record. Legendary Polish power that Glover does not have. Um, so I mean, that could happen. Yuri's Yuri's knees have been buckled before, man. Dominic Ray has buckled him real heavy. He had him. He had him shooting for takedowns. Uh, and then when King Mo knocked him out, it was a one. It was a one hitter. So you know, I, I, I'm not going to count Jan Blachowicz out, but I would definitely favor, favor Yuri. I mean, honestly, if Yuri wanted to decide to take his, you know, implement his own takedowns, he would take Jan down and fucking bury him. So uh, I, I think it'd be all action fight. You're you're going to get action with Yuri, like no matter who we got, you know, to contend with him at 205. I know it's not a deep. Well, I think the only fight that might give him problems and make it boring is Ankalaev. I think Ankalaev might be able to just lay on him for five rounds, honestly. I think he probably would. Uh, if it stays uh, standing, though, Ankalaev is pretty cooked. Maybe, um, though, right? Like uh, Maybe, yeah, maybe. You know, like, Ankalaev is strong. He is big, but you know, so is Yuri. Yeah, apparently Yuri, and apparently Yuri's no slouch on the ground either because, uh, I mean, I right. would have thought the same thing, it, you know. I, so I just, I just said the same thing when, when to share Like, we were talking about this before, like, Glover gets his hands on him, he's in trouble, bro. Like if he goes to the ground, like and he was mounted, man. Like, like in deep. Like if we you, we would have told you before that he's gonna get mounted that many times, you're like, oh my god, he got fucking smashed. And at points he definitely did, but he like he was in that fight the whole way. Both guys were. It's just fucking. It was incredible, man. The dark horse, Jamal Hill. He uh, he beats Thiago Santos in, in August. Gets one more win, I think. After that, he's ready for a title shot. Yeah, Ankalaev and Smith. I, I see a lot of talk about that. I mean, Ray, yeah. who's Ray's fight? Ray isn't fighting anyone. He's still no, no. He's still out of action. He's still uh, bitter about the John Jones loss. Yeah, yeah. We, he I, said if he would have got, if the judges did the right thing, his career would have went differently. Yeah, well, that's not a way to be thinking about it because either way, you probably fight Yan and get cooked. You know, it's like or Yuri and get cooked. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So. 
I don't, yeah, I, I don't know about that. But let's keep it moving. The, this one uh, left with a little bit of controversy. Show uh, controversy. Yeah, I kind of mixed those up halfway through, but controversy, uh, as we should say, Valentina Shevchenko retains her title in a split decision against Talia Santos, 48-47, 47-48, 49 What do you, my friend, have to say about this? I know you did not like this decision, and I, I, if I know you, I know you think that Talia Santos won this fight, but I think it goes to show you or tell you that the way they are judging fights, I think we say it on here now every week. It's completely, it's changing on a, on a week in and week out basis. Like yeah. it, it's there's not really consistency, but I'm telling you, like I think that they are not rewarding that control and that ground and the grappling the way they have in the past, where we've both of us have lost fights where we've bet, and now it seems like, you know, if a couple of years ago Talia Santos had taken Valentina down and controlled her the way she did in multiple, you know, three of the five rounds, even parts of that fourth, uh, I think it's the fifth round or whichever one she, uh, the other one she took her down in. You know, I, I mean, that that would have been an easy 49-46 Talia, right? You know, like it, it just, Valentina did some work on the feet, but, you know, she got taken down a lot. She was controlled for good portions of this fight. But uh, do you say robbery? Uh, no. I actually that's, where I, it, that's what I would say. I think I had it for Valentina. I gave her the second. Wow. That's surprising um, to me. I'd have to go back and watch. It was, honestly, I, I really didn't like the fight at all. It was very It was boring. very boring. No, I agree. Valentina had a bad foot, you know, whatever. Um, you know, she got taken down easily. She got reversed multiple times by Tyler Santos. Yeah. Um, Tyler looks like, she, you know, she wants to, you know, use her Brazilian, her Brazilian background, and she did, and. You know, she looked good doing it. She had a couple submission attempts. She wasn't really close. Uh, but the, the problem I had with her, she wasn't doing anything yeah. when she would, you know, get her. I mean, one time, I mean, they, she got stood up, I believe, right? Or she uh, got warned. And I think that's so. When, you know, like, that that can't happen, you know? There was really nothing going on when she was on top of her. I mean, yeah, she got her down. Uh, how many times? Three times out of three. She only went, went for three takedowns and got all of them. I mean, she got taken down three times also, and... She got dominated in the strike strike totals, but they don't they don't tell the whole story. The headbutt that uh, fucked her eye up really really didn't do her any favors either. Um, I, I just I thought it was really close. I thought the first three rounds were very close. I thought four and five were clear to Valentina. Uh, Tyler thought she won the first three. I thought the second one was not her, but um, they the first three were all really close. Not not really impressed by Valentina's performance at all. No. I mean. I mean, she wasn't doing anything standing up at all. Uh, her, I don't know. She, 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 you know, she got taken down, and it seemed like um, whenever she'd be able to get back up, she'd get up, and then Tyler would take her back, and then she'd go right back down. You know, yeah. like it, Tyler looked stronger, just smarter on the ground. Valentina looked a little uh, discouraged a little bit, but uh, you know, she got the win just because Tyler didn't really do like she she did a little bit, but she didn't do enough, and. Um, mm. Yeah, you know, what are you gonna do? I do think that so. Like I just said, like it's just a lot, a lot to do with the. They're not rewarding control the way they have before, and not necessarily rewarding you for getting into a certain position. It's not. It's not just that yeah. anymore. It's like you need to. 
advance the position. You need to be offensive. You need to be going for submissions and trying to like just I'm getting four, by the way. Yeah, and just getting someone's back. You don't necessarily get the points for unless you're Aljamain Sterling. So you know that's that's the only fight where I kind of seen that that fight style. But I guess you know I, I don't know. Like it, it just. That guy, that fight kind of came down to a one round situation. I guess the, this fight was more of more of the rounds were you know uh, up I for thought it came down to the second because yeah. I think the first and third were to to tie. I know one judge gave the first to Valentino, which I did not agree with, but um, I think the first and third were easy for, for not easy, but were Tyler. I thought two, four and five were Val. They came down to the second. Yeah the the first round I guess yeah was kind of. Yeah, it wasn't really unnecessarily up for grabs. So yeah, maybe maybe you're right, but whew. Uh, that that was a little scary to see because I obviously a big Valentina fan. I talk about how I think she's the best, and she's like she's in my pound for pound list and all that and everything. But she did not. I was I was worried because she did not look good from the very beginning. It didn't seem like maybe the foot thing is true. She didn't seem like she had the same pop yeah. that she usually does. She wasn't and throwing kicks really. She's usually all. like dominant on, on the ground and uh, been able to control That's people with ease. She moves around more. She's bouncing, jumping. She was yeah. just standing stationary. Yep, easily hittable. Like you know, again, I don't want to make I don't want to make excuses, but like when it's a combat sport and it's a one on one sport and you have a physical injury, you know, it's it's going to limit you. Like you, you know, you can't throw kicks when your legs fucked up. It's just kind of how it is. It's how life is. I don't know. You know, if you have a broken right hand, you can't really throw it. So um, we'll see how she looks next. Apparently, this is fucking. I I have no idea how this is even a thing. Apparently, if Misha Tate wins, yeah. she's getting the next title shot. That's, That's fucking, fucking disgusting. That is so gross. Who's she that fighting? Lauren Murphy uh, at oh, 276. God, I mean. Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Lauren Murphy, Lauren Murphy's not going to let this happen. She will win. She's not going to get a title shot because she already got her ass beat. Um, So she's going to get this win. I think she's going to beat Misha Tate. But if Misha Tate wins, dude, good Lord. She just, dude, she couldn't even beat Ketlin Vieira. Yeah. She's coming off a win against Marion Renault, who was like half already retired. Like after she, she had might five beat years Laura off, Murphy though, dude. No, she's not going to beat Laura Murphy, man. Laura Murphy's going to piece her up standing up, and then she's too strong. But she, I mean, I guess Misha Tate could wrestle her, but yeah, you know, I'm just I don't know. We can't have that. Laura Murphy's got good that. hands, but they're kind of pillows. Yeah. Well, listen, we need some Unless pillows. You're at, I was at the I mean, UFC Newark. She put that girl to sleep, though. So I guess I, I you know, I shouldn't be hating. I saw it with my own eyes in person, but I don't know. Who was man. that? Was it Barella? Uh, I don't remember. I think it might have been Barella. She's fought a bunch since then. My Italian uh, brethren, sister, in, if you will. She beat Wood. She beat uh, Shakarova. Yeah, Newark. There it is. The knees, knee or knee, I mean, she's fought a ton since then, you know. Yeah, I mean, listen, I what has Misha Tate done? You know, I. But if she if she gets this win, she's going to fight Valentina. I mean, she would get absolutely smoked by her. I would I would assume. Oh boy! All right, my mic fell. So, um, where do we keep? Want to keep it moving? I guess. So, I, I yeah. it's just disgusting that that that. Thought of Misha Tate fighting <laughs> Valentina Shevchenko for the title is uh, it? It just makes my skin crawl. It's disgusting. I, I don't know what else they would do though. I mean, Alexa Grasso, 
I guess uh, Chuk- Chuk's out of her fight with uh, F- uh, Manion Ferro. If you I don't know if you heard that. Yeah, she's got Andrade next. Yeah, if Ferro beats if Ferro beats Andrade, give her the title shot. I agree. Just off that alone, I, I mean, you could run it back with Tyler, but not this, not you know, not soon. She's got to get you know that eye is still fucked up. It's gonna be fucked up for a while too. Yeah. Um, normal to break is no no joke, dude. Any kind of eye injury is really no joke. We've seen we've seen uh, numerous fighters kind of like lose parts of their career even boxers um i forget his name he fought canelo recently caleb plant i think um his eye got fucked up they had to go in and take it out and then fix the socket like they had to take the eye partially out it's just insane so hopefully santos is good i would like to honestly see her get a rematch down the line you know whenever she's healthy because she arguably won so yeah, I mean, definitely want to see her. I, I like. I, it's kind of the same way I feel about the title fight. Like, I don't mind them going another direction, but it's definitely a fight I want to see again. Like, it, give Talia maybe some time off, maybe one one fight in between uh, her and running yeah. back with Shevchenko. But who knows what's going to go on with Shevchenko now? She's already looking into the other divisions, and she could be fighting a uh, winner of Nunes. And yeah, I mean, Hannah Goldie's coming. Uh, there's also a, ro- a possibility of Roxanne Montefiore coming out of retirement for an instant title shot. That is always up for grabs. You know, you just, <laughs> anything anything is possible apparently in the no, UFC, no. Yeah, especially if Misha Tate's going to get a title. I mean, or a title uh, I mean shot. yeah, seriously, that's insane. But let's keep it moving. Something else that was insane: the end of Joanna Champion's career, the Boogie Woman, uh, Zhang Weili, put her to sleep with a spinning back fist. Uh, I mean, I'll tell you what, man. I love the way that Zhang Weili fights. Uh, she just all action, all offense, and just puts it in your face, and I'll take you down. Yeah. I'm not just going to sit in this position. I'm going to try to beat the fuck out of you. Like, she fought with anger, it seemed like, and she wasn't angry going into the fight. So, Do you know how strong you have to be to, like, physically hold somebody with one arm and then beat them with the other? Like, that's insane. Unreal. Like, and she just looked that much stronger than Joanna. Like, just absolutely bullied her. Like, muscled her out of positions. Uh, you know, um, I think, what was it? Joanna or she, uh, Wei Li had a body lock and went to drop down to the ground. And basically, Joanna would have been on top of her. And somehow, she ended up on top of Joanna. Like, she's just so much stronger. She's smart on the ground, man. She, yep. she has a well-rounded game. The only thing I would ever doubt about her is her mental and... Maybe, like, she, she gets hit a lot, and eventually, you know, that's going to catch up to you. But I think at 115, you know, I don't know how many other people are going to, you know, really give as much as she does. Like, nobody can really go toe-to-toe with her. Joanna did for one one full fight, and then after that, I mean, that was it, you know. She was getting beat the fuck up in the end of the first round, man. She was getting hit with some serious elbows. Um, Look like a McGregor fight. Yeah. She was getting beat up like McGregor, two wash bumps. So oh, come on, you know, fucking set you up for that, dude. It's fucking alley oop. Uh, a little bit of controversy. People, I saw a lot of people saying she might have hit her behind the head, which you know maybe part of the part of the fist closer towards like the the, the fingers, maybe got you know wrapped around the back of the head. I don't like, know. That doesn't really you. matter to me. She also caught like fat ass. Like she, she caught a big chunk of her forearm. Like to the face, you know, like she got, she caught all of that. Um, there was nothing, she, you know, as soon as she dropped, she didn't, she didn't quite face plant like, uh, our boy Steve Garcia did. Oh. Um, she, her arm kind of hit the, hit the canvas first, but, uh, she was, you know, she was napping for a little bit. Yeah. She was cooked, dude. Uh, There's no, no, <laughs> no doubt about that. Uh, I mean, Ioana was like a staple when I kind of was getting into the UFC. 
just because I, I mean, I'll be honest, I am not like I used to watch it, but to the extent that I watch it now, like I, it's leaps and bounds from what I used to I, I, like. I watch every single fight card, no matter what. I was kind of more of a casual back then. I only watch the big ones and whatnot. There is a guy using, I, I for all transparency, there is a guy using a one of the largest lawnmowers I've ever seen. <laughs> Uh, I mean, it is the size of a tractor trailer, basically, just running through it these lawns. It might actually be John Deere. It, it could be John Deere himself cutting this lawn outside. This guy looks like a complete professional. <laughs> and shout out to all the landscapers out there. But uh, it was sad to see Joanna go. That's basically what I was trying to say. Um, Think how far women's MMA has come since yeah. she made her debut in uh, 2013? No, we weren't even in high school. Yeah. 2014. I, I think she made her debut against Claudia Gadella. Uh, I'm sorry, Juliana Lima, and then Claudia Gadeja. Gadeja. Um, like she was fighting immediate from the from the rip. She was fighting elite competition. I mean, think her second pro fight was against Kate Jackson, who went on the fight in the UFC and in Bellator. Like, you know, for your second pro fight, that's crazy. And you know, she honestly, Lima Gadeja, Esparza, like that's a tough welcome to the UFC. And she ran through everybody, man. She ran through everybody until she met Rose, and she got too cocky and. You know, she kind of, uh, honestly, she might have just ran into somebody better, you know? Yeah. Because um, then she came back against Tisha, and then she, you know, tried fighting Valentina. That that didn't work. That was kind of like a Max Dustin kind of uh, reach. She tried, and she went the distance at least, but, um, you know, she just got old and took some damage. It took way too much damage from that first fight with Whaley. You know, I think that really honestly might have uh, expedited her retirement. 100%. And I think it's kind of a, cl- a case of somebody who's not as invested as they once were. Yeah. And uh, just the sport kind of just moving on. You know, it's. It happens. Yeah, it really does happen. I mean, she's 35 now. She's not in the prime of her career. And she, I think she can see she's not much uh, adjustments or change she can make to her game at this point. She is what she is. And she's kind of not at the level to compete with uh, the high, you know, the, the top fives of the straw weight or even, I mean, maybe flyweight, you know, but it's like, do you really want to do that? It's, 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 it's fighting multiple times in a year, something Joanna wants to do, not for titles. She does her Instagram like page, though, you know? Yeah, well, yeah, that's going to take an uptick. Apparently, Kay, Kay Hansen, her Twitter and uh, socials yep. have taken an uptick, I've heard, via, the, champion via Twitter and John Morgan. Uh, that's another thing that I saw. I don't know if that was real or not, but that shit was, and he liked it. That shit was hilarious. But, yeah, I bet he did. Uh, Zhang Weili fighting Carlos Bars of the Cookie Monster for the title next. It's got to be the move, right? Yeah, she's going to kill her. The, it, we're all in, right? Like, that's, we're the, talking back the, on the fuck Carlos Bars of the yep. yeah. Yeah, yeah we're, <laughs> we've done another one. We're back to step one. We're like, all right, and now she's really going to die this time. We're going to see her get murdered in the cage for real. We, we, we keep calling for it, and it doesn't happen. But this time, when she fights Whaley, it will. Yeah, I don't see Carla being able to control Whaley the way she has other Whaley, people. Bro, Whaley is way too strong. And she's going to beat the brakes off her with her hands and her kicks. And, and, just... and Carla has all that scar tissue, man. You're going to see some old Marina Rodriguez cuts open up. Uh, I that that's I cannot wait to see that. Now she's like you're on my timeline and talk. She, now she's yeah. talking shit. It's just it's kind of disgusting. Due to the fact Enjoy that she, last. yeah, she won the title by kind of standing across from uh, Rose and, and pretty much doing nothing. And neither did, neither one of them did. So I, I it just the amount of disdain I guess I have for that division at this point is not 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 a good thing. 
Let's let's uh, keep it moving. How about a crazy classic, uh, incredible, unbelievable historic performance by Jake Matthews? I, I'm not, I, I'm kidding, but he looked great in this fight. The hands looked incredible. He just dominated Andre Filao. Dominated easy money, baby. Plus one twenty three. Where where were you when he was a plus one twenty three? A bet in Filao, dude. That's unfortunately. <laughs> he, yeah, you were. Listen, I knew one of us was a. Uh, he did not take a shot well in this fight, man. Let so, me say that. like, I, you know, I don't think Andre Fiala is a complete bum, but he definitely, you know, he's he's definitely a front runner. Um, you know, if he's backing up or if he's getting hit, he's not going to react well. Oh yeah, no, but his, his offense in this fight didn't look good. Like he was he was backing, you know, he was uh, pushing Jake Matthews towards the cage, but he wasn't doing anything at all. He wasn't throwing at all. Uh, he hit Jake Matthews with a couple shots. The end of round one, Jake Matthews tripped randomly, so he, there wasn't like a knockdown or. A hard shot from Fialo that it looked that's what it looked like, but you know, we got another shitty uh camera view with a shout out to the cameraman. Um, but yeah, but dude, Jake Matthews looked awesome, and you know, honestly, you know, maybe the best he's looked. I, I don't, I don't, rec- I, he's only 27, I don't recall him really uh having this 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 game to him, you know, what I mean, like when he fought Diego, when he fought uh that fraud, Emil uh, Meek. Uh, even against Brady, like, he wasn't really doing all this. I mean, it was his first finish since, like, Shinzo Anzai. I don't even honestly know who that is. So, he, he just honestly looks a lot better. And, you know, there's Australian fighters, man. They're they're, they're they're all improving right before our eyes. I know we don't like to see it. I don't know if he has any uh, affiliation with Eugene Behrman. I hope not. I don't think he does. Oh, boy. Um, yeah, I know. But that, man, he, was, he just he kept hitting with the hooks. And then when he hit him with that, uh, the uppercut too. And then when he finished him with that right cross, dude, he didn't know where the fuck he was. He was down, and he was trying to grapple with. Uh, I don't know if it was Herzog or I mean, it might have been Herdean. Nah, I forget it. But he was trying to wrestle with the ref. And then even like, you know, a couple minutes later, he still didn't like. They brought the stool out for him to sit on. He almost fell on it. Like he, he was out, man. So I don't know what's next for Fiala, but if they give him any more hard punchers, we might see. Uh, you might see him get cooked again. Yeah, and I, I could not agree more because he did not look good. And Jake Matthews, it was just kind of uh, seemed like a, a little bit of like a renaissance sort of performance where his just his hands were. So I mean, he's only, again, he's only twenty seven years old. He, he's still young in the game. Been in the UFC since he was twenty. Yeah, and he, like you said, like of his last fights, I mean, you know, not a lot of huge names, but like his only loss in the last four or five years has been to Sean Brady. And okay. you know, and then Anthony Rocco Martin. You see what Sean Brady's doing? Yeah, exactly. So you're talking and about one of the back top. Back then, Rocco Martin was kind of like a, you know, the Sean Brady tough, before dude. Sean Brady, or, or what he was supposed to be. Anyway. And he was 23 like, at the time, you know. So right. it's like he, he's only maturing not only as an athlete as a human being. So uh, I, I mean, Jake Matthews could be a problem. I mean, he he could be a top 15, you know, on, on the uh, on, on the incoming because that's what it seems like Falaho uh, was. So. Absolutely. Right, you know, and rest in peace to Falaho, uh, his chin, yeah. dude, because that thing got cooked. He got put yeah. out, man, and he got hurt multiple times in this fight. Falaho was fighting a lot. He was pretty, pretty often, uh, it seemed like, here during this past run. I mean, three times since April. Uh, you know, I mean, he's fought four times already this year. He's lost twice, so it's like, you know, he's he's, yeah, definitely needs some time off. Uh, someone who doesn't need time off, Jack Della Maddalena, man. Uh, puts your boy Ramzan Amiv, uh to sleep with a nice body shot and then, uh, you know, 
kind of some right vicious center. ground and pound right in the sunburn. That was crazy. I was screaming <laughs> that at the at the house. I was, I was like, yeah, why is the one side of his body sunburned? <laughs> Made no sense, but yeah, I'll insane. probably find out that something's like fucking fucked up with him or something. People yeah. start talking shit. But uh, Madalena, you, you talked about it before the fight. His boxing was it was crisp. Uh, grappling was on point to you know keep himself afloat. He didn't really need it that much this fight. Uh, I mean, he just the hands are the hands are a problem. Yeah, absolutely. Um, man, that liver shot. It, it, you know what's crazy it was like. A glancing blow, a glancing blow too, which is like the scary part. You know, I don't think Amiv has much punch resistance, but like that, you know, he lands that clean, and you know, I don't know who is just going to be able to walk through that. You know, especially you know, I know it's one seventy, but his boxing is really good, man. He got out of that anaconda choke too, like that was kind of in there. I know Amiv isn't a finisher, and you know, maybe his, you know, he's not as as uh, Dagestani as he should. Be, yeah, or, uh, I don't know if he's actually from Dagestan, but um, he had that in deep, man, and and uh, Jack Della Maddalena kind of rolled into it like he shouldn't have. So he definitely he's going to need to work on that at 170 because there's some killers that will you know take advantage of you there at welterweight. But his, his stand up, man, so good. And he's he's going to keep improving. So uh, you know, I'm a big fan of him. I'm a fan as well, man. I, I, this guy, I definitely am going to look forward to seeing uh, up and coming. Joshua Kulabau. This is a guy I'm not going to look forward to seeing, but this was not a bad fight. Uh, beat Sung Woo Choi. Split decision, 28-29. I, I thought Kulabau won. Um, I thought he looked good, though. He did look good. Say. He looked much better than we. I, I mean, I had uh, Sung Woo Choi, so um, I'm a little salty, but I didn't think it was like a robbery or anything like that. Like, I thought... Cool about won the fight. Yeah. Well, here, here's where here's where uh, here's where our um, our guy Anthony Dimitro. Oh, here we go. He had a 29-28 Choi. He gave him the first round. How? I, I I don't know. I don't know what he was watching because Coolabow was beating the brakes off of Choi. Like that was the one of the easiest ten nine. He gave the first round to Choi. Insane. The third round Choi won. I thought. He gave him the fucking first. So that's um, that's where we're going to start with Mr. Dimitro. On to the next fight. Your boy, Steve Garcia. Yeah, Your he, boy, he, Me Machine. Yeah, Me Machine gets put to sleep by Ma Shate, uh, who is going to be apparently it. a fucking problem if he fights Steve I Garcia every time. <laughs> There's that. This guy was plus 500 on the yeah, contender series. Fucking unbelievable, man. And maybe we so all. Steve Garcia, I thought, you know, once, once after the first, like, boxing exchange i was like all right here's what we should do not that ever again instead we should go for a takedown instead what he did was just came forward with his hands all the way out to his side like he was trying to give it looked like he was kind of trying to give him a hug and he, this guy was like i guess i'll just punch you in the face and he did and he fucking face planted what the hell was that uh he he, he did not oh. take that shot well and he uh, i'm not going to use that word but i'll tell you what man i was a little upset at what i was saying uh, let me just say that Who's in every Steve Garcia will join the do not bet list. And uh, good that was luck. Like the first time he's ever been knocked out. Like, come on, dude. He just was reckless. He was very reckless. He just, I don't think he really Mashate had respect for my shot day. As a player at 155, the next Khabib. Sign me up. Sign me up, yeah. dude. Uh, Brendan Allen. Uh, kind of in a tougher fight than I guess we would have expected due to what we talked about before in the odds, but he beats yeah. Jacob Malkoon, unanimous decision, 29-28, 29-28, 29-28, so everybody gave Malkoon a round. Yeah, they gave him a second. Um, 
I think live, a lot of people were surprised by this. And I honestly, when I when I read off, I thought they were going to give it to Malcoon just because he, it seemed like he was doing a lot, but he wasn't. He was doing nothing. Like you know, yeah. he was getting some take. But what was he doing with the takedowns? Absolutely nothing. And this is, it's kind of been his thing. He, he he tries. That's that's one thing he does. Is he tries. He tries hard. He went for fourteen takedowns. He got seven of them, but you know he didn't land that many strikes. He got outstruck. Brennan Allen even took him down a couple times. Um, yeah, he should. He, he didn't deserve to win it though. Uh, Malcolm didn't. No, I, I felt the same way. Uh, I just thought boring fight. Brennan Allen underperformed. Malcoon is a he is all effort. He just did like I, I think it's just more example of the way they're kind of changing the way they judge fights. It's not you know control and position yeah. is not enough. You need to be more behind it and just laying a guy up against the fence will not win you rounds. So yeah. uh, our boy Dana took an L here against Kung Ho Kang, right? Mister Perfect, dude. Or Kung Kung Ho. Is that what's going on there? Kung Ho Kong, yeah. Kung Ho Kong, Mr. Perfect. Okay, yeah, Mister Perfect, dude. He looked good, but. It just kind of, he was just beating Dana. Dana kind of tried to kill him in the first round. I think he won the first round and then lost the last two, if I remember correctly. It just didn't yeah. seem like he had the gas to go the whole fifteen and wasn't able to get him out of there. Yeah, yeah, it was a good. That was a good fight, man. I, I figured it would be. Dana is a is a pretty. You know, he's, a, he's an action fighter. Mister Perfect is as well. Um, Dana was getting his legs beaten, beaten in the first round. That you know, Kung Ho Khan was um, kind of like setting the setting the trap or setting the, you know, setting up his game plan, really, you know, kick him, kick him low, kick him low, slow him down. So he can't get off those punches. He can't get off his power and his power dis- dissipates. And then he took over and he fucked up. He started fucking up. Then, he started doing what he wanted to do. Um, somehow, um, somehow people thought Dana won. I saw people saying robbery. I, I not a robbery. I, I thought Dana was know. in the fight, but he did not like, he I didn't win know. it. I guess the ro- the word robbery gets thrown around, you know, every yeah. day. So it's like, also, our boy Anthony Dimitro gave round one to Kong and two to Dana. How? There you go. That's what I'm saying, bro. You need to get these guys. I mean, this was this fight was in Singapore, so I, I cannot be that confused by what was going on there. Just because how did he? It's kind like, of a sloppy crapshoot. How did he? He must have accidentally wrote switched first the first two rounds. Must be. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I thought Donna had him hurt, right? He was like going after him. He was throwing crazy knee, jumping knees, and just. And then he, and somehow gave. Yeah, and the then, and then round. he, and then he obviously slows down and starts to eat some shots there in that second round. And he gives and that. God bless. I guess off. it's a subjective sport if you uh, really yeah, sit you there and think about it. Game. But how about this? Someone who we did not think this was going to go down this way. <laughs> Uh, I mean, what what the fire in the hands of the Argentinian monster that is yeah. Silvana Gomez Juarez SGJ with a with a clean knockout of uh, Liang Nah, dog. nah Liang Nah, nah dude. dude yeah <laughs> Nah we were right dude <laughs> that, that, she got cooked she got put yeah. to sleep she got sent to where she got sent to the land of wind and ghosts <laughs> there you go man she, and, she looks like she might be a frequent visitor. Yeah, apparently. I mean, if you're getting fucking put to sleep by Silvana Gomez Juarez, then there's a lot. I have news for you. There's a lot more people in the UFC that can put your ass to sleep. Hey, listen though, man, that was a beautiful right hook followed by a left. Uh, she, she didn't know it. She looked like she, as soon as she got hit, she like fell and like her body just kind of like melted to a puddle of a non-human. Um, 
Silvana Gomez, man, she looked good. And then she fought well, too. So, yeah. um, you know, she looked good twice. Um, shout out to her, though, getting that 50K, I think. Did she get she did. She did. Yeah, a lot of people got paid she this did, weekend. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> you ain't fucking kidding. I didn't. Yeah, not but. me. Good, good for her, though. And uh, to wrap it up, uh, the beginning of the night, Jocelyn Edwards wins Fire a the night. unanimous decision. Uh, not exactly. Against Ramona Pasquale, I saw a lot of people on Twitter uh, saying that Pasquale won this fight, and they're giving her the first round, and a lot of she won the first. That's it. Yeah, if if anything, I I actually I thought Jocelyn won all three. I did agree with that judge. Yeah, Anthony Demetro gave her all three. There so. you go. See, they you uh, need to me, me, me and Demetro on the same page here. Uh, <laughs> shout out to my man, my my Italian uh, brethren. Anthony Demetro, you can just tell that guy's taking some fucking checks somewhere here, dude. I don't know what yeah. he needs or if he's. If he ca- comes back, I'm not watching. Yeah, well, it, I wouldn't be surprised if they, when they come back to Singapore, you'll see Mr. Demetro. He probably lives there. He's probably on the run from the federal government, and he can only work in Singapore. If I had to guess, but well. fight of the night, you guessed it, Yuri Prohashka, Glover Teixeira, they each win fifty thousand. Right, I think that's how it goes. Um, yeah. And then performance of the night, a lot of people got money here. Zhang Weili, Jake Matthews, Jack Della Maddalena, uh, Ma Shate, and your girl, Silvana Gomez Juarez, the people's champion, wins $50,000. Fan bonus of the night, dude, uh, getting the crypto. Uh, these people are just getting, getting handed a, a, a depreciating asset. Uh, yeah. For for whatever reason, Valentina, Yuri, and Zhang Weili get the uh, extra Bitcoin to add to their portfolio. So, let's, as it falls by the hour, let's keep it moving. We did a long breakdown on the UFC 275, but it was necessary because it was an incredible card, and we have to take our time and talk about these uh, these these pay per view events because you don't know, you know, the next one's going to be incredible. But we got we got to wait a whole another month, you know. So. Enjoy it while it lasts. Let's keep it moving, though. Do you have anything to say? I mean, I don't really care. By the time people listen to this, PFL have already happened, and I was joking about KSW. I'm not talking about a bunch of guys who, you know, basically could be fighting at the shop right around the corner from my house. Hey, listen, I will say this, though, all right? Just hear me out. On the KSW car, there's a guy named Artur Spolika. Spolika? 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 He used to box. He was a heavyweight boxer, and he fought Deontay Wilder. He got to the ninth round with him. He uh, fought Derek Chisora. Didn't do well against him. Uh, didn't really have any great wins, but he fought some guys. Uh, Adam Kanaki. He beat Marius Wok. But he's making his MMA debut against uh, Sergey Radchenko. Not sure who that is, but that's going to be on this KSW card. So I'm definitely going to be on the lookout. Um, that's about all I got. And the PFL card will be good. You know, for PFL standards, I agree. But, More um, Stevens. Yeah, we'll we'll keep it we'll keep it uh we'll keep moving here. And now we got some bets, we got some picks, we got some possibility, more chances to make some money, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, UFC right. Vegas fifty seven. Austin baby, Austin baby, we are going to Austin, Texas, home of Elon Musk and Joe Rogan. So, oh wow, I uh, actually don't they right? They are in Austin, I think. Uh, uh, yeah. But, Sure. Uh, Calvin Cater is fighting Josh Emmett in a 145 title eliminator is, I guess, a fun way to put it. But it's basically just yeah. this is a must win for both of these guys if they plan on fighting for the title. And it's kind of going to be open after this because you're not going to have to see a Max Holloway fighting for the title. And maybe if, you know, Volk were to lose, I think they would have to run that back probably. But 
you're you're right there. You are the next name that's going to come out of someone's mouth if you win this fight. What do you got? What do the odds tell us? The odds will tell you that I believe Calvin Cater is a minus 250, 230 favorite, which is rather large, if you ask me, against a Josh Emmett, who is plus 195, 200 on Caesars. So, Ty, I ask you, who do you think is going to win this fight? I have... I got Calvin Cater. Uh, I want to. I want to think. I want to say he's going to get a late finish. Um, he's just got. I think he's got better. I don't know if he's got the better hands, but I think he's got the better chin. I think he's got the more diverse striking attack. He's got like four or five inches of height on him. Um, and if it goes to the ground, I think he's he's got that covered there. I don't, you know, I don't think that'll happen much if it if at all. Um. Yeah, I you know I think the lines you know maybe a little too wide. Josh Emmett can crack. Um, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if he hurt Cater. I think Cater's been knocked down, or I think Josh Emmett's knocked down uh, has recorded a knockdown in five or more um, fights. So you know that might that, you know Calvin's definitely got to be careful, especially if the whole fight's on the feet. You know, it doesn't take much for Josh Emmett. So you never know. I don't trust Cater too much because of that Max Holloway fight, man. That that that's just so much so much damage. Nobody's ever absorbed that much damage in a fight ever. I mean, even like a five fight streak, nobody's ever taken that much. It's kind of scary, but he's different, man. He's Boston strong. Uh, he's younger. He's bigger. Um, I think he's still in his prime. I think Josh Emmett's probably a little out of it. He's had a lot of injuries too. Josh Emmett has. Um, so yeah, give me Calvin Cater. Uh, fun fact. I don't have it, the exact fun fact in front of me, which kind of this is usually what I do. Uh, there, what is it? None of the top ten featherweights have been finished in the past ten years. I want to say, besides uh, when the Korean Zombie got finished by Volkanovski. I want to say that it is. So we'll see if we get a finish here. Yeah, I'm. I'm thinking I'm gonna have to roll with you. I do think Emmett is a live dog, though. I, I like you said, he can crack, and I just don't know if he's going to have it for five rounds and, and be able. I think Calvin's gonna have the better, more technical hands. I guess it's just all about if he can't make he can't make any mistakes though, because it's just you can get put to sleep. But it's Calvin's showing he's has he has a good chin. I mean. He was able to stand in there with a striker like Giga and, and pretty much dominate him with his hands. Uh, th- this is a really cl- this is much closer to me than minus two fifty. This would in my mind it's more of a minus one seventy one eighty. But uh, I- I'm gonna go Calvin Cater. I still think he wins the fight no matter what the odds are. I just think he he's the more technical fighter, and I think that'll that'll show. And, and like you said though, I think Josh Emmett being the older. Being, you know, these injuries, these torn ACLs. I think he's coming off of a torn ACL right now that he hurt, yeah. uh, what, uh, like November of last year, if I'm not mistaken, or maybe, maybe it's not a torn. I know he's coming off of some sort of injury that he's bouncing back from because it seems like every fight that's the talk or that's what's going on. So, Josh Emmett, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, he hasn't fought this year yet. So, yeah, it makes sense. Uh, that featherweight. Fun fact I have was in the last three years, only one current top ten featherweight has lost a fight inside the distance. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. That's insane. 
That just goes to show you what's going. The Shark Tank <coughs> that is one forty five right now. Right, they get finishes, but when they you know when they lose, uh, they don't. When they fight against you know again, only one top ten featherweight has lost. It was it was TKZ two Volkanovski. So uh, the top top of the line at one forty five. It's a bunch of tough motherfuckers. I just, I think, you know, I don't know if Josh Emmett makes it. I think he's going to wilt under the pressure Calvin Cater is going to put. And um, I think it's going to be fourth or fifth round. Yeah, I, I don't, uh, I think you're probably, that's not a bad bet. And even a, uh, if we look look up here for some props inside the distance, uh, sort of Emmett to win by TKO is plus 425. That's interesting. Cater is minus two or plus 250. Fight starts the third round is minus three thirty. So I mean, if you think it's gonna be an early, I mean that's not that's not bad either. Emmett wins inside the distance is plus three eighty. Calvin Decatur decisions plus one thirty. Cater inside the distance is plus two hundred. I like that. Yeah, I like that too. Honestly, Cater inside the distance plus two hundred is not a bad bet if you can get that on DraftKings. So there you go, okay, ladies and gentlemen. Ha- have at it. So we will keep it moving now. So there, there's not uh, hey. Uh, we usually have a prop pretty lot lined up, but this fight is seems uh, not relatively open. But it just I, I could see a going decision, or I don't think a submission will necessarily happen. But I could see decision or TKO. But there you go. That usually yeah. is the sign to bet submission because I told you that in the Erie fight. Or a draw. And yeah, or yeah, we bet the draw. We'll get that. We'll hit that one of these uh, days and make it not even <laughs> worth it. But Joe Lozon, here we go. Fight of the year uh, that we that we've all been waiting for. For generational fight. a while, this is a generate. This is a passing of the torch fight. Uh, yeah, old guy versus old guy to pass the torch back and forth to each other. Yeah, Joe Lozon is fighting Donald Cowboy Cerrone in the co-main event this weekend. It's probably the only one where you're like, "Come on!" Like, I mean, even though it is Cowboy in my MMA brain, it's just like, "What are we doing?" I believe before the last fight, me and you, we took. Uh, we took Joe Lozon, and then uh, there was a uh, what's it called? Uh, food poisoning, or yeah. Cow- Cowboy was forced to pull out of this fight uh, with really no notice, and kind of the night of the fight. The odds are pretty much the same, from what I remember. And Cowboy's a big fa- Cowboy's too big of a favorite in my mind, but I-, I could see him being able to hold his own and not. Joe Lozon's only route to victory race to pick him up, take him down, and smash him, right? Yeah, uh, I, I think he might be. I mean, I think he might be able to knock him out, like you straight just, up. Is this more of like a you think Cowboy's completely cooked? I mean, he is completely cooked. I mean, Alex Morano came out here and fucking made Cowboy look like a bitch. Like you're getting bitched around by Alex Morano in the first round. That can't happen, bro. Like that can't happen. You know. Um, Joe Lozon he will give you. He, he, Joe Lozon doesn't have much left at all, but he he's got a round. He hasn't and fought he in a while, out. dude. No, he doesn't. But he, you know, <laughs> been almost <laughs> been almost three years. But um, you know, he took JSP down and he fucking he fucked him up. And you know, before that, he list, he lost to Chris Gretzmacher. But listen, Chris Gretzmacher after the first round is a known shark, and Joe Lozon after one round is a known fish. So. That's kind of what happened there. He did lose to Clay Guida first round knockout, you know, a minute in. Not great. <laughs> Not great. But that was in 2017. It seems like forever ago. Lozon will give you five minutes of hell. And Cowboy starts off slow. So, you know, combining with the fact that he's, you know, pretty much fried shit at this point, 
I don't know. I, I, I don't know how to lean in one way. I'm, you know, honestly, if this fight is on, I would look for a live bet towards the end of the first round. If it goes to the second, I don't care what it is. Bet Cowboy. He's going to fucking... He, he, if it gets to the second round, Cowboy's going to knock him out. He's going to kill him. Um, but my pick's going to be Lozon, man. Until, you know, I've just seen... Uh, Lozon's coming off a win, at least. You know? Do not bet this fight. I mean, I think I might have told you this last time, but ladies and <laughs> Maybe gentlemen, bet the under. Yeah, maybe, uh, but... Or just bet the fight doesn't go the distance. Just probably like minus 500. Let's see. Yeah, I mean, Alex Morano absolutely cooking him. It was not a good look. Uh, he looked all right in the Nico Price fight. You know, if that, if that uh, helps you sleep at night. But... Minus 230, the fight does not go the distance. That's not bad. Yeah. But knowing, you know, knowing my luck, it's going to go the distance. So His last legitimate, like, good win was against Ali Quinta. He's basically had one, two, three, four, five straight losses. And Nico Price one could have been a six. I'm pretty sure it was an eye poke point taken away at that it was, it was, a, it was a, that was just a horrible fight, but <sighs> it's time, you know, Joanna retired last week. It's time for Cowboy to hang him up. I mean, it's time for Joe and Lozon honestly, to hang him up too, dude. I mean, let's <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not saying you're wrong. They both need to hang him up. He is what in his thirties, 38. Yeah, man, they're both, uh, they're up there. Might be even 39. There's some, there's some old guys in this car. Yeah. And Tim means and Court McGee. I mean, what are we, you know, what are we doing here? That, like, let's get this fight over with. Well, like, yeah. I, I, I guess I got to make a pick, right? Uh, that's pick. I, I listen. I, I I picked lows on last time. Something's telling me Cowboy gets it done. Oh. Goes out on top, and lows on that comes off of a three-year layoff, looking like he hasn't picked up a fucking. UFC glove in, in years. Uh, that, that's that's what I'm counting on because that's the only way. Remember when Joe Lozon beat up his brother Dan in their front yard? <laughs> dude, uh, I don't. Dude, I hate this fight. I mean, if you think about it, they both have wins in the same. That's the last time they won was in the same year, 2019. Yeah, 2000, 2001. Jesus. Uh, I reserve judgment till tomorrow. But I yeah. right now I'm picking Cowboy, and I just I, I have a feeling he, he loses the first round and he somehow survives and wins the second round and then wins the third round. <laughs> nah, fuck oh this. Don't God. bet this fight, man. I'm pick. <coughs> nah, you know what? There you go. Uh, no, I don't know. I'm uh, see. <laughs> I don't know. God damn it. I I've did this before. The I was, I thought I was gonna pick Lozon, but I might pick. I'm gonna pick Lozon. There you go. There you go. I'm gonna change J- my. I, I reserve. Sure. The, I reserve to change my mind though. For all you out there yeah. who are listening, uh, because uh, just don't bet the fight. So you can't be can't get mad just at me when I it. say that. Yeah, Minus two ninety five for Kevin Holland, which is the next fight. Kevin Holland and Tim Means. Tim Means, you yeah. who you said is not exactly no spring chicken. He's yeah, getting the in there. Bird is thirty eight against Kevin Holland. This is a great. This is great matchmaking. I like he's Kevin three in a row though. Who Tim Means? Yeah, Tim Means is good, dude. Like he's he's no bum, I would say, but he's uh, a nice litmus test. I just think Kevin Holland's going to be better than him, and, yeah. and I don't think he's going to be able to hurt him necessarily. So uh, it looks like uh, Tim Means made out by not having to fight Jeremiah Wells. That was uh, that was a, a blessing in disguise for him because I feel like he would have been in some trouble on the ground. We'll talk about Jeremiah Wells in a little bit, but give me Kevin Holland inside the distance. 
I'll take that as well. Uh, he's got to be careful. We'll see how his wrestling defense is, if it's gotten better at all. Hopefully it has, but, you know, it might it might never get that good. But we'll see. I got. I think he finished with Tim Means, too. He's too much. He's got too much for him on the feet. Plus 140 up to plus 175 on Bet Rivers. So if you're a Bet Rivers guy, uh, go on yeah, and by the lock, lock in your account right now. Lock so the there we go. At least we're on the same page for that one. Uh, and we were on the same page for the main event anyway. But Joaquin Buckley, Albert Duraev. Uh, what, what do you what do you say about this fight uh, in regards to its you know like st- I mean you you like Darius right you you I've I've heard you spoke about him a couple times on here. I'm a I'm a big fan of Machete Machete. Uh, if you look at his topology picture, it's fucking glorious. It's him dressed up in front of his uh, Mercedes Benz. Uh, it's not the nicest car, but he he just looks like a baller. Um, I do have some issues. You know, he does have some issues. Uh. He has a couple losses on the regional scene, um, and listen, they were—I mean, they were a while ago. He has 2012, 2012, and twenty fourteen. He lost to Anatoly Tokov, I believe, is in Bellator. He lost to Ramazan Amiv. He got knocked out by Ramazan Amiv, which is kind of—that was a while ago. It was a while ago, but still, it's kind of like you know, it's been ten years, but it's like Ramazan Amiv knocked you out, like you know how? <laughs> what was um, going on there? Yeah, what the fuck happened? And then he got knee—he got a knee knockout. So I mean, he's been finished in you know all three of his losses. Um, in his fight against uh, Kyle Bittencourt on the Contender Series, he was he got he got hit a couple times. Same thing against Roman Cop- uh, Roman Kopilov. Roman uh, Roman Kopilov's stand up isn't you know he's not great or anything, but he can hit a little bit. He's he's a tricky southpaw, and you know he was piecing up the drive a little bit. Joaquin Buckley hits hard, man. Like you know we've seen with Numanza 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 Manza, we've seen what he can do. Um, but the problem with Joaquin Buckley is if you look at him back when he was in Bellator, he was in Bellator multiple times, I believe. Uh, he got knocked out by some dude named Jackie Gosh. Oh my gosh! Uh, back in 2016, uh, Kevin Holland put him out with like a, you know, heater, like a quick right cross. Yeah, it was it, it was a, it was a heater, but he like fell like a ton of bricks. Um, and after after the knockout of Kasaganai and Jordan Wright, your boy. Uh, he took a mean head kick from Alessio, my cousin, Di Carico. Yeah. And, and and since then, you know, he fought Antonio Arroyo, who's a bum, and he, he did what he had to do to him, and he, you know, he eked out a decision against Abdul Razak Hassan. But I just haven't been really, um, I'm not convinced at all. You know, he looks the part, but when push comes to shove, he's not, he's not that good. Um, Darayev definitely has some holes, though, you know, like, I think... I think they're going to come together and, you know, they're going to make a banger of a fight, but uh, one of them is definitely going out. I just don't know who it is. I'm going to go uh, derive first, second round knockout. I think he's going to finish Buckley. Um, but if Buckley can establish some kicks, I've seen, I've seen uh derive not, he doesn't check kicks at all. You know, you know he, I've seen him take multiple leg kicks and he goes down um, from Kapilov and Bittencourt. So I have some issues with derive's defense, but same goes for Buckley. And uh, truthfully, I don't, I, I just don't think Buckley's that good. Yeah, that's kind of how I, uh, I my stance on this fight is basically that I don't trust either one of these guys, but I trust Arayev more than I trust Buckley due to the fact that uh, just a couple of these wins and his performances haven't really done anything for me. You know, Arayev looked better in his UFC debut from the Contender Series fight, also. So you know, maybe there's room for a little improvement. I mean, almost losing to Abdul Razak Al Hassan is horrifying. That's rough. 
That, that's absolutely horrifying. And like you said, your cousin knocked him out. Yeah. Win against Jordan Wright doesn't exactly do much for me. The fact that Jordan Wright was able to survive the first round against you is not a good luck. Yeah, how about that? And, uh, you know, obviously the ninja kick to his Impa Kasaganai was insane, but Impa Kasaganai is now busting table. And I see, I need to chill, but... Um, yeah, no. He's I mean, not. Actually, he he's, he's fighting... Yeah, actually, I he's fighting, he might be. Lost in Eagle FC... He's fighting, split decision. he's fighting Jared Gooden in XMMA Gooden, 5. Southern Heat, but the Southern has a 5 instead of an S. <laughs> so there is that. Uh, that <laughs> that'll be an internet stream coming up July 23rd. Not, not going to be competing this? with anything. This one, are you, are you asking me where this fight card is? What state? Yeah. This is in Greenville, South Carolina, uh, sir. Okay. At the Colonial Life Arena. It's an enclosure in a cage. Seven fights on the card so far. Your boy Colin Anglin is on the card fighting James oh, Brown. Jo- wow. uh, Josh Baker is fighting a Quintez Sap. We got, we got, there's a couple Lord. bangers on here. They are not Lord the main Sap event. Then. Andre Harrison is the main event, who is the 89th ranked featherweight in the world, supposedly. Oh, Andre the Bull Harrison's twenty-two and two. Holy wow. shit! Watch out for him, I guess. Hey, I mean, he just got done getting. Uh, he lo- he lost to. He was in PFL. There you go. He lost to the Michael Jordan of PFL, which we all know, is Lance Palmer. So <laughs> uh, let's see. Let me get off of that. Shout out to Impa Kasaganai. Right. Point being, I'm going to Ryev. I don't trust you know, Impa Kasaganai. So Take me home go. in this next. You got to say these names. Oh boy, uh, Demir Ismagulov. That that Ooh. that one was easy. And uh, Guram Kuladice. Huh? Kuladice. <laughs> you did you did good. You did good. Kutadalaze. Kutadalaze. All right. Yeah. So Guram, uh, he's fighting. Uh, this car, this fight is kind of the sneaky prospect sort of uh, fight. Or am I, am I mistaken? Or am I uh, kind of on on that? No, you're 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 on. So Kuda Taladze could be Kuda Taladze. That's close better. enough. It's all he's it's plus one fifty for him uh, for Mister Guram, and yeah, minus one seventy five for Demir Ismagulov. Uh, Demir, go ahead. I believe I believe they're both around thirty, so they're both you know fairly young. Um, they both have a little bit of experience. Um, Demir has been in the UFC for a little bit. He was in M one. I think I, I think Guram might have been in M one also. He was not. He's been all over. Um, he had a couple losses earlier in his career, but since then, man, he's been he's been on fire. He had a split over uh, Matus Gamera, who we'll see next week in the main event. Uh, it was it was close. He knocked him down in the first round. Um, what do you got? What do you got over there? <laughs> you said in the main event. Yeah, isn't Gamera in the main event next week? <laughs> I don't think so, man. No, he's a, it's him and Sarukian. They're headlining next week. No way, dude. <laughs> yeah. It's not what I heard, man. What happened? I don't know. <laughs> There's no way, dude. I, I hope I'm actually saying this, and I just hope you're fucking with me, dude. I'm not. Next weekend at uh, June 25th, it's Saruki and Gamera. <laughs> Why do you think I made that up? Neil Magni no and Shapcott. Yeah, dude. That's not a bad fight. Come on, a main event, five rounds for these two, dude. I'd would r- much rather that be the main event than you know Jarzina Rosenstreak and Marcin Tibor. Right? Yeah, you're right. You're right. That's just I I was so shocked by that because that's not <laughs> something that they. What are you talking about? Josh Parisian and Alan Boudos on this. <laughs> The fuck are you talking about, dude? <laughs> that for some reason is the feature bout on a really, what? on a decent car. Oh, Neil Magny's <laughs> gonna get put to the fucking land of wind and ghosts, dude. 
Shavkat Rachmanov, dude. He's just going to fucking <laughs> That's the smash next champion. Him. Oh, next oh champion. yeah. What a banger this is. Tiago Moises and Christos Gallegos. I mean. <laughs> That's going to be a good fight. Well, Umar Nurmagomedov and Nate, Nate Maness is a great fight. Chris Curtis and the Black Belt Hunter. Hadolfo now, Vieira. this one. No, this one, I mean, this, you know, maybe you, you kind of, you're swaying me, you're swaying me a little bit here with Carlos, the Phenom Olberg, fighting Tafan and Shukli, who is everyone's favorite fighter, Tafan and Shukli. That Morozov and Paiva fight will be good, all right? And then you got Jenny Fry and Vanessa Demopoulos. Jesus, Holly and Paiva. Nerd and Beak. honestly. TJ Brown, that's not, I mean, Cody Listen. Durden, JP, JP Bays, not to be confused JP's. with. Cheyenne Blissmas. <laughs> Mario Bautista and Brian Kelleher. Brian Kelleher who fights something. every month, it seems like. But... Every, yeah. All right. Well, let's not get but too no, ahead I, of ourselves. Garam, he beat Gamrot, but it was close. And, I, you know, looking back, I thought he might have got a rough, you know, easy decision. But um, Garam is good, man. I like him. I just – I like Demir Ismagulov a little bit more. Um, I really love the way he pumps that jab out, man. He – the only issue I kind of would have with him is his cardio. He was out for two years after the Moises fight, and he fought Alves. And look, listen, Alves is—he's not that great, but he has power. He hits hard. He—he uh, he took the third round. We also, hey, beat Mark to Casey. Big upset there. I had to Casey, uh, and you know, in the third round, he gave it to Ismagulov. But um, listen, he beat Moises easily. He beat uh, Joel Alvarez easily, and you know, even at the at the time or even now, that, those are two tough. Two really good wins. Um, you know, he, he has five rounds. He, he's gone in the third and fifth and fourth round before. So I feel like, you know, if, if the fight gets tough, I feel like he should be good. I feel like he should be good in every which way. Uh, I think Guram might be able to catch him. I think he has more power than uh, Ismogulov. He doesn't, you know, he's not more, he's not much of a finisher. Uh, but give me Demir Ismogulov. I got a bet on him at 150. He's at 165 now. So uh, I like where we stand there. Yeah, I like Ismagulov better. I just more of a trust thing, uh, trust thing and fight style thing. Just uh, Grom is the Georgian Viking, though. Uh, and you know, yeah, and if he's probably boys with uh, Davishvili, it's he's gonna have you're gonna have to hit him with a lead pipe to put him out. So yeah, and that might not do it. Yeah, exactly. He might roll over and just shoot a takedown <laughs> on you that you just weren't expecting. But uh, do we think Demir is gonna be able to wrestle him, or is this probably gonna be primarily held uh, in the stand up? I think he's going to be in the stand-up most, but uh, Demir would be wise to you know mix it up. I think he'd be I think he'd be able to get him down easily. Uh, I think I think it's probably going to be like a rinse for pizza, like where Grump gets up a bunch of times, but Demir just keeps like taking him down and kind of wearing on him a little bit. If if I had to guess, especially with Grump not fighting in a couple years, if I'm not mistaken, but Ismagulov hasn't exactly been uh, I mean crazy active. It's been a year since he's been in there. So yeah. we'll see. But I'm going as Mulov. We're Kazakhstan. Yeah. In Kazakhstan, car drive you. Uh <laughs> let's go. Julian Marquez, your boy, Kendra Lost, uh the Cuban <laughs> Missile Crisis is fighting. <laughs> your boy, Kendra Lost. Just that in there. <laughs> uh shout out to her work. Uh Gregory Rodriguez or Rodriguez, if you are in Brazil. They are fighting this weekend. Uh, Cuban Missile Crisis is an all-action fighter. I love watching him fight, but he is the underdog this weekend at plus 145. Gregory Rodriguez at minus 170. What say you? I say, um, I don't know, man. 
I think I think Rodriguez should be able to get it done, but he is very untrustworthy. So um, let's see what those are. Marquez plus one forty four. Wow, I honestly might take a shot on him. I think he's you know he's a little dumb, but so is Rodriguez. Yeah, tell me about it. And Rodriguez got the benefit of the doubt in his last fight, I believe, yes. against uh, Arvin Petros- Petrosian. Um, he actually lost I think a Marquez, split decision. You know, now that I look at it, he yeah, that was a right down the uh, wire sort of decision. But uh, man, that, that if I remember, I, I feel like I thought Rodriguez got robbed, but that was probably because I I think Petrosian had a bad or he good start or it was one or the other, either good start or bad finish or something, one of those two. But Marquez is pretty good though, man. Like I, you know, he lost a split to DiCarico. It was a very close fight. And Rico's good, you know, it was an ultimate fighter finale. Uh, he had that front choke at Darren Stewart, knocked out Phil Halls in the Contender Series. He uh, has a win over Matt Hamill on the, in, in Combate. I don't know what Matt Hamill was doing in Combate. I guess he was trying to get back at John Jones. Um, he had a condom, Mackie Vitolo, coconut bombs, and he, uh, he tapped out Sam Alvey. It's hard to beat Sam Alvey these days, you know? So, yeah, like, I, I, I didn't, you know, Robocop is, is, is a lot of things. He's, he's a very confusing fighter. The the, the, um, the Jun Young Park fight seemed like I think if I remember correctly he was getting pieced up and then he just got the standing knockout, uh, but he did get knocked out by Jordan Williams on the Contender Series and that is a red flag indeed. Uh, also in Jungle Fight he got knocked out. He got, he got knocked out on the same card Johnny Walker got uh, knocked out twelve times on I think. So I, you know, I I like Marquez's odds here. Honestly, I think if it goes to the ground he he's he's the, the I think he can get the finish there. Um, stand up. I think he can also get the finish. I wonder what Marquez is inside the distance. He is plus two seventy five. I honestly kind of like that. I've just liked the recent run that uh, I mean Marquez has been on. It hasn't exactly been the murderers row uh, and Maki Patolo and Sam Alvey, but he's finished both of them. So yeah, and split decision to, to your cousin. So it's not it's not necessarily the worst thing. He's finishing all these guys too that he's winning against. He, he, you know, I think he came up through the Ultimate Fighter, right? Yeah. So, or something, something along those lines, or one of the. Honestly, it was the Contender Series. It might, you're right. I think it was the Contender Series. So it was, I knew it was one of those two, but I just like the way Julian Marquez fights, and he's kind of never out of the fight. He's probably going to get hurt at some point during this fight, and he's probably going to be look like he's in deep danger. And if he gets out of it, he'll win. And if no, you know, if RoboCop can lay the hammer on him, then. Yeah, but I just don't think that's going to happen. I, I like Julian Marquez plus 140 as soon as I saw it. That's probably one of my only underdogs I'll play in this whole card. But, yeah, that's that, – that, and, and Lozon's the only other one. Those were the two that I saw that uh-uh. you can bet straight up no uh, – no, uh, what's it called, props. But, yeah, that's that's pretty much all i got to say there. You want to keep moving? Yeah, good boy. Tony Kelly. This is your boy. Uh, Ty's favorite fighter is fighting this weekend. Tony Kelly, fighting uh, for for all of Brazil and uh, his, all, yeah. all of the, all of the countries that he has defamed and uh, slandered. Adrian Yanez, one of the UFC's up and coming uh, young guys, he, he got some hands on him, my friend. Uh, but he did. If I am not mistaken, Yanez has looked human in the past. I just don't think. Uh, you know, split decision against Davy Grant, which was very up the middle. Yeah, it was a little rough. 
Yep, he did not look great for portions of that fight, but I don't think this is going to be a problem. He might get taken down, though. That's that's a concern that where where I sit right now that he could get controlled and taken down and just kind of grind it out by Tony Kelly. But I think Tony Kelly's going to walk himself into a shot at some point. Yeah, I he was hurt in that Randy I, Costa fight. Yeah, yeah, Randy Costa was given to um, Yanez in that first round. Had me worried. But then the second round, he got he got fried. And um, when Tony Kelly fought Costa, I think he might have I think he might have dominated him for the whole fight. But either way, that just tells you Randy Costa is cooked. But um, <laughs> he also lost to Kai Kamaka, you know, not too long ago. Like, kind of easily. Give me Adrian Yanez in this, inside the distance. I think he's going to hurt him. And uh, he's going to catch him with something. Yeah, my... I think more, more people should be worried about Tony Kelly's choice in girlfriends over his uh, advice to said girlfriend, I think. Jesus. Being with the Nazi sympathizer is probably worse. But, you know. Neither, neither are good. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Yanez by TKO is plus one thirty. So that that's, that goes to show you what they think is going to go down. Yanez by decision happy. is plus one, or inside the distance is plus one fifteen by decision. I will have to find that for you, but uh, plus one seventy five. So yeah, they have him winning. He's got pretty high odds there at minus two seventy five. So prop is probably the move, or it, you know, obviously our two. You know, a staple of this podcast, ladies and gentlemen, if you're this far in, you don't really know what's going on. If you are above around minus 200, we're not playing you straight up. We're not playing. We're pretty much going to play you in a, in a parlay with other shit like that. Am I correct? Yep. And if not, we play a prop because if you're minus 200, 250, you usually should get the finish in my mind, unless it is a lower weight class or the, you know, some of the women's fights where we know it's not exactly uh, power punching, but we've even gotten cooked on that before. So it's a dangerous, yeah. dangerous game. Betting this stuff, especially with the judging and all this nonsense, is a absolute crapshoot. But just wanted to put that disclaimer out there for all you people who have lost money. Uh, join the club, all right? I don't feel bad for you because I've done the same thing. So Adrian Yanez by Dirty Right Hook. Jasmine uh, Joe Juravicious. Uh, Giles DeVicious, I believe, is that you said his name? Or Joe, Joe's DeVicious? DeVicious. Jesu DeVicious, very vicious, uh, is fighting Natalia Silva. 125. Uh, we got odds here that say t- minus 250 for Miss yeah. Jasmine. Miss Jazz. You, you think that that's accurate? Uh, it's a little wide, but I think Natalia Silva's. She's the favorite. Uh, I think I think she's the favorite, but I mean Natalia Silva making her UFC debut coming off of a jungle fight uh, card in 2019. Yeah. So that's yeah. a, that's a little yeah. alarming. When when I see that, that is a bit. That <clears throat> seems like they are walking you in here to get fucking decimated, dude. Uh, jungle fight does not really set many fighters up for success afterwards, or during. Um. You know, usually fighting outside, and there's usually a dead body on your way to the ring. Um, Johnny Walker's the doing the worm outside, usually. <laughs> um, yeah, Jaws the Vicious does have a split loss to Elise Reed uh, at CFFC 83, which is not great. Um, they were actually the main event, and Bill Algio was the co-main event. Um, I got my bet. Yeah, I got I got Jaws Jesu uh, Vicious by a decision. I think she's honestly pretty good. Um, she's thirty three, so I don't know if you know they're going to try to hype her up and make her into something that she's not. You know, her best win being Kay Hansen right now is not a uh, not the best. So, 
So we're gonna have to work on that resume. I think she wins. I mean, this fight's kind of like a no. You know, I'm, I have nothing on it at all. Are you saying don't bet this fight? Don't bet this fight. Wow, I'm don't saying watch this fight. I'm saying Miss Jasmine plus two fifty inside the distance. Lock it in. Uh, anytime you're making your UFC debut off of a three year layoff. That's questionable, and I always question that the UFC is just walking you in there because they think they know what's going to happen. So lock me in, Jervis. lock me up. Joe Jervicious. Yep, Joe Jervicious with a inside the distance win. How about this one, Philly's own? No, we we actually that's on the uh, MMA odds. So as I apologize, that's no, it isn't. Is it? They don't even have. Yep. It. Oh, never mind. Yep, I scrolled up a little too much. The ultimate scroll got me. Jeremiah Wells. Daniel Gracie black belt, if I'm not mistaken, is fighting Court McGee. What say you about this? This is right down the middle. I am going Jeremiah Wells and probably by decision. See, I don't like – we've talked about it on here. We don't really like Jeremiah Wells' gas tank, correct? We do not. And, um, but, I mean, Court McGee is not exactly – I mean, he, he looked good against Brahimaj. Uh, but Brymonch yeah. didn't really exactly fight the most uh, sound fight that game or that that night. Last loss was to Carlos Condit in 2020. That's a very alarming. That's I believe they call that a red flag. Give he's me, looked. He looked lately. He looks like he's on the juice. He's on the good stuff. Yeah, uh, Jeremiah Wells though his grappling has been a problem for everyone he's fought, especially the Blood Diamond. Uh, I. I struggle to scream from the top of the mountains and say, yes, Wells is going to win this fight, but that's who I'm betting. All right. I I got Court McGee at plus 120. He is now minus 120. Yeah? Minus 121. Um, I just like how they looked lately against Brahimaj and Claudio Silva. I mean, he kind of did what he wanted to, and Brahimaj is good. Um yeah, I know the, the losses before that were not great at Condit, but he went the distance with Sean Brady. The Diego Lima could have went either way. Uh, he went the distance with Sean Strickland. Um, I like Wells. But I don't love Wells. You know, he's he's not young. He's like 35 himself. Um, he took care of Blood Diamond. He did what he had to do against Worley Alves, but Worley Alves, you know, he's okay, but he's kind of a quitter. Uh, before that, he had a fight on uh, in CES with this guy, Vinicius De Jesus, who was supposed to be at the time as like Two big prospects. Biggest fight in CES history at the time. Um, Vinicius de Jesus went on to Bellator and went on to get cleaned out of Bellator. So um, he's now in the grappling scene. So, you know, I don't really know. I think I think Court McGee has a, has a clear game plan here. I think he should stay up, maybe jab him a little bit, but I think he really wants to wear him down and uh, kind of just wear him out. You know, kind of just do, do just grind on him. Do what he usually does, you know? Um so, yeah, give me Court McGee. Yeah, I could definitely see. If I was betting Court McGee, I probably would just play him decision. That would, that would be my move yeah. just because I, I could see him grinding him out and just kind of I, – I just don't – I just like I, – I love these black belts from Philly. I think they're, they're a problem, and I think he's going to be able to get power wrestle – Court McGee, in the same way kind of Sean Brady was able to, but even Sean Brady had to stand for good portions of that fight. So, man, yeah. I mean, it's, it's alarming. I, I'm not, I'm not going to say with a lot of confidence. I can definitely see this going the other way, but I, I have to ride with my guy here. I have to ride with Philly, Jeremiah Wells, Danny Chavez fighting Ricardo Hamos, one forty-five. 
what do we got here? Since I when I have these odds pulled up, I have to fucking scroll all the way down. Plus two forty for Danny Chavez. Minus two eighty, minus three hundred for Ricardo Hamos. Who do you got? Uh, give me Ricardo Hamos. He's gonna kill him. I'll do it every once. The Colombian warrior Danny Chavez. He's not much of a warrior. Um, that draw with Kai Kamaka was a loss. I don't care what the judges say. Before that, he lost to Jared Gordon easily. I mean, TJ Brown was his best win. It's like his only win. He has a win over a guy named Pipe Vargas. Yeah. <laughs> Pipe Vargas. Mr. Uh, Mr. Pipe Fitter. Um, he is not good. So, there you go. How do you, um, hold on, hold on. How do you know Pipe isn't the man, dude? Pipe Vargas is 7-3 and three right now. Yeah, he stinks. He's he, been piped. He's from Venezuela. He got piped by Diego. Oh, I'm Gomez sorry. He's from Colombia. He's from Colombia. He just on, yeah. Dude. He just <laughs> just lost in Combate, Copa Combate, dude. And you know Chavez has lost in the regional scene before. Oh, he did beat Sayud Cub. <laughs> oh, that's that right. He just good. fought in the UFC. That's right. Oh yeah, he's pretty good, dude. That's hey, hold on now. Whoa, yeah, whoa, yeah. hold on, dude. Uh, pipe, pipe, uh, pipe it up. <laughs> The thing with Ricardo Ramos, Carcasina, Car- Car- I don't know. He's only 26. Um, you know, the Tukagov loss, Tukagov was, was rolling at the time, and, you know, he's still not that bad. It was not that bad of a loss. Before that, he beat Bill Algio. Uh, Lerone Murphy, nothing wrong with losing to him. Uh, same, with, same with Saeed Nurmagomedov. Wow, almost forgot how to say that name, huh? So his losses aren't bad, honestly. Uh, he beat Journey Newsome. He beat Mr. Perfect. I remember he spinning back elbowed uh, Eamon Zahabi. That was rough. He, he he went for one and he missed. And then Mr. Dumbass Zahabi just went in. He's like, yeah, I'm fine. And they hit him with another one in the third round. And he was out. Just didn't know where he was. Um, I like Ricardo Ramos. Ricardo Ramos. I think he take, I think he beats Danny Chavez standing up on the ground. Either way, I think he finishes him. Yeah, I got it. I got an inside the distance bet here. That's just, you know. What I, is that? I, it's just the rule. Plus rules. 225. Yeah, that's. Not that's, bad. Yeah. See, we, we bet a bunch of these, and one of them's bound to hit, and then hopefully if two Something. of them hit, then I make my money back. You know, that's where, uh, yeah. that's where I'm at uh, mentally. This fight I, is not exactly going to be a, uh, let's say, inside the distance bet. Uh, Gloria de Paula fighting Maria Oliveira, not to be confused with Charles Oliveira. Yeah, that is not the same person. I they are not related. No. Yeah, I, I was worried some, some people would get that mixed up. That is not the case. Yeah. Gloria De Paula is a big-time, big-time favorite. Minus 260. It seems like a, a lot of these. I mean, there's a bigger favorites on this car. We'll get into the next one. But Maria Oliveira plus 225. Uh, I don't. I, I probably would just tell you don't bet this fight straight up. But what do you say? Uh, you always fade Maria Oliveira when you see her in the uh, in the octagon. You fade her as hard as you can fade anything. Um, before she fought Tabitha Ritchie and she got completely dominated. She fought a zero and zero fighter, zero and one. Marina Rodriguez in the Contender Series cooked. Kana Asakura cooked. Three and three, oh and five, two and oh, one and oh, oh and oh, one and three, one and four, oh and one, oh and oh, oh and oh, oh and so you're saying she's a bum. She is not good. She is not she stinks. She's probably done after this. I think she's two and done. I mean she probably shouldn't be in the UFC at all. Um Gloria de Paula isn't isn't great, but she's I don't think she's so all I don't I don't think she's awful. 
I mean, she has she has some uh, some ground and pound in her. You know, she she goes for it. Um, she has a couple tough losses. She lost to Carnalasi on the on the regional scene. Jinu Fry, Cheyenne Vlismus hit her with a head kick. That was a, was a perfect head kick, really. Honestly, um, she beat uh, Velveeta Cheese. You know, it's not uh, not that hard to do. But Maria Alvarez is just not good. That's that's really what it is. And uh, I think she's going to be put in a precarious situation on the ground. And Gloria De Paula will run through her. She is what is she inside the distance? Plus two eighty five. Gloria De Paula, which is not as wide as I thought, kind of goes to show you that odds makers kind of think this might be able to happen too. So give me Gloria via ground and pound. You going inside the distance? Yeah. Wow. I can't believe you're you're crossing the holy line, dude. That's that's a dangerous bet you're making right there. Hey, it's been happening more and more lately, you know. You've been seeing them. You know what, man? I will never be a guy who sits on the sidelines, all right? After I just told you guys not to bet this fight, I will never be a guy who sits on the sidelines and lets one of my brothers bet inside the distance, and I stand there and don't, all right? So put that on my card. Paula, inside the distance, plus 275, 300 on some websites. So let's fucking go, dude. Let's, Maria Oliveira, go to sleep. Go to fucking See ya. sleep. Good night. Dude. How about this? You want to talk about... <laughs> You want to talk about going to sleep? <laughs> this this fight is fucking garbage. Cody Stamen and Eddie Wineland. Cody, don't call me Canelo Stamen is fighting Eddie Wineland this weekend. Minus five twenty for Cody Stamen. Uh, they are just, I mean, they are putting Eddie Wineland. They might as well put him down like a horse on the track with these odds. Minus four or plus plus four hundred. To fight Cody Stamen. I mean, that's hella disrespectful, but you got to do what you got to do. Stamen hey, to win. Eddie but- Wineland is the Texas boy. He is fighting from the hometown of uh, the land of winning ghosts. That's where he's <laughs> fighting from. You know, like he's the hometown boy. There's going to be a big following behind him. You know, Cody Stamen just Michigan. Uh, it, also, it, listen, I might. this could be just a rumor, but I've heard that if Cody Stamen does not get a knockout, Dana White's going to cut him on the spot. He, <laughs> listen, I just saw that Cody Stamen inside the distance is plus 140. I mean, yeah. what? Do, we can't really believe that Eddie Wineland's going to be able to stay in this fight, right? I mean, what what have we seen? I mean, listen. What have we seen recently that would tell you that Eddie Wineland's going to be able to stay in this thing? He just got knocked out by John Castaneda, dude. Who, listen. Did, it did take him four minutes and 44 seconds. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so he's got a whole another 10 minutes to get through, dude. With, yeah, with Co- Cody, ago. don't call me Canelo, firebomb hand Stamen, dude, who ain't going to get wrestled this time. You know what I'm saying, cuz? I mean, he's ready to go. And he, it, I, with all, with, in all seriousness, though, I mean, he did just fight uh, Saeed Nurmagomedov, uh, Davishvili, and Jimmy Rivera, who are no slouches, right? I mean, he's getting made yeah. fights with all of these savages all the time. So I, I, I did don't... watch uh, his fight with Brian Kelleher live with his cousin. Fun fact. You did tell me that. That's right. I remember that. So that's that's uh, rough. Yeah. That's well, <laughs> well. I mean, they won, but it was a uh, Eddie Wineland is ready to be put down and sent to hell. I mean, he's at, right. like if we're with all due respect, 
He, he and you know I'm going to say something disrespectful after that. Eddie Wineland is probably like at this point he's like the the patron saint of the land of wind and ghosts, dude. Like, <laughs> I mean, he he's like he's one of the guys up there, man. He's just like he, he is who you see when you first get there. Yeah, he's who you meet. Hello, Master Eddie. Like, and he's just like, yes, you you have taken an L. You like, can pass. Yeah, and I mean this guy. I, I listen, and I'm not saying. Like his whole, I mean, his whole career has been like, I mean, because he's he's definitely been knocked out his fair share. But what yeah. what O'Malley and Castaneda were able to do to him, I mean, especially O'Malley put him to sleep, and that that was not that's not good. He's fighting once a year at this point, and he's getting knocked out every time. So give me Cody Stamen inside the distance plus one forty. I don't know how he does it. It's probably going to be a knockout, but give me the extra sauce on the side for the plus one forty. Do it next. Phil Hall's Deron win. There's some money to be made here early on in this night, ladies and gentlemen. Let me just say that. And I'm glad Deron we're win. here. Yeah. Uh, it's not on Deron win. It is on <laughs> Phil Hall's. Don't let this guy confuse you. You need to go out right now immediately and bet Phil Hall's minus 250. Uh, I, I'll be wrong minus about this. Minus 105 inside I'll, the distance. Crazy. You like that? Minus money, but I mean it's almost even. I, I mean, like, I think he's. Shy. I think Deron wins kind of shot. You know, he's like f- five foot one, maybe on a good day. You know, uh, I, the reasons I kind of want to take a shot on Deron Wynn is because of Phil Hall's um, uh, cardio, and Deron Wynn I feel like can wrestle. Yeah, but Deron Wynn's cardio is, might be even worse. So, uh, we've seen Deron win gas out multiple times. Um, Phil Halls will probably piece him up standing up. Um, yeah, give me give me Deron win or uh, sorry, give me Phil Halls inside the distance. Uh, I don't know minus one five. That's something you could bet, but I'm not going to do it. I don't think. Yeah, I like Phil Halls TKO. Uh, I that's. I mean, he could tip tap him out. He could tap GM three. Yeah, uh, yeah, I like that inside the distance. But I, I would not. Uh, that that's probably like something I throw in like a fat part. Like if you were if you were too scared to bet Cody Stamen, uh, straight up. Uh, or, or I, bet, I do want to say though, Phil Halls has a little bit of a has a little bit of a quarter. You know, bad bet in him. You know, I could see you. You know, you're like yeah, yeah, Phil Halls, and then first couple minutes you're like, oh no, he's on his back. Yeah. You know, so I I don't know. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Deron Wynn won. Honestly, it just it would be more about him winning. That would be the surprising part, and not Phil Hall's losing. No, I agree. I totally agree. Uh, how about how about this? We got Phil, another Philly zone. Kyle Dawkins getting in there against Roman Dolidze. I believe is how you say that gentleman's name. Uh, Dolidze. Dolidze. There's only one L. You don't have to put another one. Dolidze. <laughs> Dolidze. So he is plus two hundred. Which is uh, the Georgian Caucasian? Yeah, there's a lot of Georgians fighting this weekend. Fighting Kyle Dawkins, who's minus two fifty. Uh, I imagine they think this is going to be a grappling affair. Uh, it, it looks like they kind of. This is one of those fights where you look at the props and they are kind of all over the place. I mean, Dawkins submission plus two fifty is the lowest uh, ordeal, other than inside the dis. Or, I mean, inside the distance and win by decision is plus one sixty five. So that would be the lowest. They think it's either going to be submission or points. Yeah, and he hasn't been submitted. Um, Delize, he did lose a decision to Trevin Giles, but he has not been submitted. So we'll see if the Darce Knight, which I did not know was his nickname, 
Uh, we'll see if Dawkins can get another Darce added to his record. Um, I think he, I think he finishes him some way. I don't know, standing up or on the ground, but either way, I, th- I think he's better all around. You think Kyle, you're saying that for Kyle Dawkins, right? Yeah, I yeah. think he gets the finish. I, agree. Uh, I see a lot of finishes on this card, but you know, I could be wrong. Yeah, exactly. I, I've been wrong a million times before. You think it's a submission though, or do you you think it's just like a TK? You could think he could. It like could be a submission. Down. I think he might he might club and sub him. Yeah, I could see that. I like inside the distance then. Uh, that that Darce that he put on Jamie Pickett was nasty. Uh, him and Kevin Holland, he was about he was about to get put out, correct? I think so. Then they had accidentally headbutt, and it was kind of just yeah. like it was, we already knew what was about to happen. Phil Hall is the loss, obviously, and Brendan Allen. But you know, <laughs> th- these aren't like bums necessarily that he's losing to. So, uh, yeah, and there you go. That's UFC Vegas fifty seven. Austin, Texas, ladies and gentlemen. I just said Vegas, and I cut it out because I don't give a fuck, dude. That's what I do. Uh, yeah, so that's that. Uh, any news that you want to talk about? I know they made uh, Dominic Cruz and Cheeto Vera, I believe we talked about last week. I know they're going to try and do Aldo and, and Marab. Marab, right? Is there any other fights that um, they – I mean, I know they made Aljamain and TJ, which is interesting. Um, so, yeah, um – Tajir Ulambekov and Tyson Nam, that fight is now off. Tajir Ulambekov was one of the locks of the century, too. So Yeah. What are you going to do? Century locks gone. Zabit is now retired. That's yes. crazy. There was we already knew that, A lot though. of speculation around that, but it appears now we have some clarity. He had, he had these immune system issues in 2021, and he has now stated health reasons for the main reason that he's retired. Uh, might be a coaching Aljamain Sterling just came out and said he got head kicked, KO'd by Zabit uh, in training once and said he was one of the scariest guys he ever had to spar and go against. So a lot of untapped potential there. You know, one of the biggest what ifs, you know, what could have been. Um, Glover Teixeira blames the weight cut. I forgot to mention that earlier. He said, uh, something. I guess miraculously he had a bad weight cut after all these years and kind of blamed that for the reason he – uh, fell apart in the fifth round, but you know, sounds well, like an excuse. Yeah, you know that wouldn't be surprising, but yeah, it does sound like an excuse now that you have taken that L. Uh, saw Oliveira might be fighting Gaethje in August. I saw they're going to try and do Hamzat and uh, Diaz in August. I did see another fight for August that I'm forgetting about, but we have a nice summer, man. Leon Edwards uh, fighting Kamaru. Uh, you know, we obviously yep. have the Adesanya fight coming up. Uh, Smith, Adesanya. Yeah, I know that's the. Uh, we got Tom Aspinall fighting s- Blades, right? And Cyril Gans fighting yeah. Tuivasa. Mm-hmm. That's a couple big, big time. Sterling Dillashaw was apparently agreed to, but Sterling said it's not happening because he wants to get paid. I don't. Know. Oh my god, bro! Like it, absolute worst case scenario, him becoming champion, dude. Yep. It's just oh, it's gonna be all this nonsense and, and just constant. He's not gonna, he's gonna be the new Woodley dude, where it's just like constant complaining, and he'll probably go out and win fights. And it's like you want to root for his skill, but also like he's just the most annoying human being ever, and you have to yeah. just hate him and root against him. And that's that's what I'm getting. But uh, we, you know, we have, yeah, good. No, go ahead. That's what I was about to was about the transition. Do we have any boxing? We have. Is that, is that's what I was about we to do. ask. Yes, it is. There you go. Read my mind. ESPN Plus tomorrow night. We have Artur Beterbiev. We have a Dagestani boxer. Yes, very terrifying indeed. He uh, He's scary. He's a scary dude. He has WBC and IBF light heavyweight titles, and he is fighting Joe Smith Jr. 
for Joe Smith's WBO heavyweight title. He's, I think, minus 700, um, Mr. Mr. Betterbiev. Minus 300 to win by knockout is what I like. Um, he's just he's just different. He's a different kind of guy. Joe Smith Jr., you know, he's the king of the upset. You know, he pulled off the upset against uh, Funfara back in the day, first-round knockout, that he beat Bernard Hopkins. He threw him when he put him out of the ring. Remember that? He retired him. Oh, yeah. Very uh, – Oh, he's at the ring. <laughs> he was out of the ring indeed. He was almost uh, He was almost on the ground with with uh, you know the visitors, um, he also had the up the split win against Jesse Hart, kind of an upset. Dare, wait, hold uh, on. So, dare I say, did he join the land of wind and ghosts? He was the founder of that land. Oh boy, he saw it, but then he, but then he fell asleep. Um, he had the upset knockout over Leader Alvarez, also. So he you know he pulls off some upsets, but his last two fights have not been great. He had a majority decision over Maxim Vlasov, which is very boring. Um, and his last fight, he fought in like a casino lobby against Steve Griffard. And that was just... That's so, nice. yeah. So we're fighting at the Hulu Theater, which is a, a thing in New York City. I think Arthur better be a smoke. It's going to be a good fight, though. Arthur better be a, is a goddamn scary motherfucker. And Canelo wanted to fight him at one point. So that just goes to show you uh, how dumb he was thinking he was for thinking that. Uh, other than that, we don't have any boxing this weekend. Other than that fight, I believe... Um, it's kind of a slow end of the slow June, July. <clears throat> July is kind of where it picks up. We have Ricky Hatton getting back in there in the exhibition. What? So that'll happen. Yeah, yeah. He's lost a bunch of weight. He's fighting Marco Antonio Barrera in the exhibition in Manchester, England. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we will be there. Get another. Uh, no get, a, get a chair open and uh, yeah, get it open. Get ready to have another member of the Land and Winding of Winding <laughs> Coast who will be. Ricky, Ricky Hatton's going to sleep, folks. He's going to sleep at the right age of 79. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, um, the exhibition July is where boxing up. picks up. Yeah. yeah. Floyd's but, uh, fighting another Japanese more. gentleman. Yeah, he's going to fight. Uh, uh, yeah, I forget his name. <laughs> Who cares? I mean, Takeru, I think. Takeru? Takeru or something? Apparently, it's some it's some really good. Oh, sure. Fair, Yeah. Yeah, it, you know, it's like it's a, what was his name? What was the fucking last guy's name? Tension. Tension. Oh, Don Moore. No, <laughs> Don uh, Madge, dude. <laughs> Don Moore, my uh, English professor from uh, yeah. Oh man, so uh, Berlanga won this weekend too. He did. He also bit yes. um, his opponent. He bit him uh, on purpose. <laughs> Not sure what that was about. He uh, also kept. I think it's because he got hit low, so he said, "Yeah, I'm gonna bite him." That'll show him. He also doesn't know. He still doesn't know what a jab is. Um, so yeah, he doesn't know how to do that. So he's gonna get cooked at some point. At some point, yeah. Uh, Angulo, you know, is like thirty-five, so he could he could be the one to cook him. But who's, we'll get a chef in there. Who's he ASAP. gonna fight? Like who's like down the road where he could like who who's gonna give him the cooking? Who's gonna chef him up? <laughs> See, I don't even know because like there's so know, many I, different weight classes, man. That's why just, I have trouble keeping up with it. It's not even that. It's just I don't know who they're going to give him. Like, he's at super middleweight, which is a dangerous division. He fought Steve Rolls and Alexis Angulo, but, you know, they're not great. So it's like, let's see who the current champions are, because I don't know. Super middleweight has to be, yeah, that's Can- that's that's Canelo. That's Canelo's division. Oh, okay. So, um, yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> I mean, it, 
you know, if he can get in there with David Benavidez or David Morrell, he's going to get fucking smoked. He's going to get cream pied. So, <laughs> oh my God. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what they do with him next because they honestly, they should just bring him along really yeah, slowly. Come on, dude. <laughs> come on, dude. <laughs> He's gonna get cre- he's gonna get cream pie, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's wild, go- dude. That's fucking wild, bro. Oh They're gonna God. have to bring him along slowly. <laughs> Jesus, um, shout out to Kendra Lost. Shout out to Kendra Lost. She is the queen of cream pie. No, um, <laughs> let's. <laughs> Uh, yeah, All that's right. um, that's about. I, I think that's a wrap. That's it, man. Listen, that thank you for listening to the Shoulder Strikes MMA podcast. Uh, what you guys do in your spare time is completely up to you. Uh, I'm not yeah, gonna please. tell you, but we've don't had, tell us about yeah, it listen, don't, yeah, please keep that shit to yourself. Uh, <laughs> but enjoy the podcast. Enjoy the fights this weekend. UFC Vegas 57 from Austin, Texas. It will be a good card. We will have uh, PFL in an hour, yeah. Or a half hour, there you go, like twenty minutes. <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. That if you watched it, um, and we got Matus <laughs> Gamrot and Sarukia next week, which is a great main event. Even though I was, which Matt had no dumb, idea what happening. I was and... dumbfounded <laughs> that that was the main event. I can't believe that that's the main. Event. You know what it is though? It's not even that that's a, that's a bad fight. I just never like that's a fight the UFC would never make like the main event. Like, yeah, two up and coming guys. Like, I'd much rather them do that than see like you know, yeah, like Volkov versus Derek Lewis three it's like yeah. oh, okay like yeah great dude this is gonna be a fucking snooze fest or or Derek lewis versus like fucking uh pavlovich in main event you're like what dude what are we doing jeremy here? stevens and clay yeah. hollard jeremy Something. stevens cut all of his hair off to make weight which is insane <laughs> God, Bro, looks like he has the, the suds dude that is oh, a bad God. news bears but Thank you for joining us. We, we went pretty long today, but you know, yeah. hey, you listen to it if you want. Don't, don't listen to it if you don't have to. All right, man. I'm not gonna. I'm not yeah, gonna tell you what to down, do. Have, right? have, listen to this. Have some pie. Sit down and enjoy. What kind of pie? All right. Yeah. Uh, all right. So apple. Yeah, apple. Yeah, yeah. Apple. Man. Apple's good, dude. Uh, people like pumpkin pie too, but uh, not cream pie. So let's get out of here. Thank you for joining us. Shoulder strikes MMA podcast. Go birds.